Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Reviews That Scare with Jess and Blair. I'm Jess. I'm Blair. Blair. Hi. Hi, Jess. I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. Because we haven't. No, I've seen you. We, we, we just haven't. We haven't done anything in a while. No. Uh, Blair and I are really excited. Tonight is the uh, company year-end party. We are going to get crunk. We're going to get a little crunk, have a nice little meal. Maybe do some dance. Maybe Play dancing. some casino. It's casino night. I'm going to try and win them an Xbox. It's always casino night. The boys are going to try and win me an Xbox so that I can pawn it. Buy a pair of shoes. That's not happening. Anywho. Okay. <laughs> we're not getting in that conversation. We're back on the review train. We haven't done one in a while, so we're really stoked about this one. Today's one is a movie that isn't quite out yet. It's um, coming out 2017 this year. February, I believe. Next month. February. And it's called Pitchfork. A new horror icon is born. Yeah. In Pitchfork. In Pitchfork. Basically, the story is this young man has come out to his family over the phone, but he's coming back home to, I guess, tell his parents again in person. So his dad and his mother and his sister live on a farm, and his dad's kind of that typical redneck who doesn't like homosexuals. His mom loves her son no matter what, and his sister, of course, loves the brother. Um, but that brings the, a group of friends with them. A group of friends for moral support. I, I guess, guess moral support. Um, you have everyone that you could typically have in a slasher movie: the jock, the the idiot. Uh, the, the whole movie was filled with like the best stereotypes of horror. Yeah, like so. Like a, with a slasher movie, it didn't it didn't fail with that having like the characters that everyone expects in a slasher movie. Yeah, yeah. Had the jock, had slut, had the smart person. Yeah. Um, this movie was directed by Glenn Douglas Pickard, or Packard, sorry. Picard. Picard. Something like that. Um, starring Daniel Wilkinson as Pitchfork, and Brian Ratz as the main character, Hunter. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of characters in this one. A we're lot. Just gonna, a lot. We're just going to say those two, but uh, to everyone who was in this movie who worked on it, well done. Lots of fun. Start off with the good, bad, and ugly, shall yeah, we? Good, bad, and the ugly, as we always do. Let's start. Uh, let's start with the good. Um, I'm going to start with the good, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to start off with the killer. The killer was super cool. The kill weapon was badass. Yeah. Um, the movie in general got better as it went. Yeah, it definitely it definitely did pick up as it went. Some movies start off real, real good yeah. and fall flat. I found that this movie didn't have a whole lot, like the tension didn't build at the beginning. There wasn't no. like, usually it starts off with creepy music and it's like right away, you know, something's going to happen. This it was just kind of like, there's, there's not a whole lot. It took a while to get uh, into, but when it did, it was pretty entertaining to watch. I put for good, coolest kill weapon I've ever seen. This thing is awesome. Pretty fucking cool, guys. This guy has... Uh, a chopped off hand replaced by the end of a pitchfork that's barbed wired to his arm. This thing is awesome it and looks lo- so gnarly. It looks so painful. Yeah. Like, I, well, I kept looking at Blair and I was like, I don't know how he's not like keeled over because he has some sort of disease because of the open wound. But that thing looks awesome. It's like rusted and congealed with blood. 
It looks really, really cool and really original. Yeah. The killer also, um, he was human, but he acted as if he was an animal, maybe a he was, bear. It, or a it was dog. almost like one of those like feral child, yeah. uh, like stories that you sometimes hear about, where like a parent locks their kid away, and they like only know how to bark and things like that. Yeah, basically, really cool. Um, you got another good there, Blair. Um, just some of the lines, uh, <laughs> real classic fucking horror lines. It's like um, that comical, yeah, the like comical horror lines. Take two Tylenol and call me in the morning, motherfucker. Yeah, that was really um, cool. Jenny! Jenny! <laughs> the uh, guy's mom calls his sister, which is her daughter, in to say hi to her brother for the first time in years. And that's exactly how she calls for her daughter. Yeah. She just like stands up on the balcony of the porch and Jenny! I thought that was real funny. Um, I put really smart killer. Um, like the, his instinct, it's very like, as we were saying, he's very animalistic. So as he's killing people, he's, he's playing with them and he's stalking them, which is really cool. He doesn't just dive in there and start killing people. He, he drags it out, which is really cool. It's basically playing with your food. Yeah. Which is really, yeah. really awesome. Really smart. It was entertaining to watch. I also put, uh, the Amish guy. There's a scene where one of the girls says, I hope there's an Amish guy and I'm going to have sex with him. And basically, the, the movie takes place on a farm or an acreage. So there has to be an Amish guy about. Of course. Uh, but there's a party. And instead of a car rocking, uh, it's a wagon. Yeah. It's a black wagon. Fucking it's hilarious. Really, really funny. Fucking hilarious. The camera work was really well done. Yeah. Lots of really, really cool shots. Cool shots. Yeah. The color was good. Um, that's what I got for good. Yeah. Same here. Uh, into the bad. Ooh. Sorry. I have one more good. Sure. At the end, the family bit where they're sitting around the table and start laughing and the girl wakes up and she's like tied to a chair. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I got that written down too. I really Um, like that. Just saying like I love the creepy family idea. Yeah. Like surrounded by obviously Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Same idea. And the last 30 minutes of the movie where they show this family, finally introduce the family of the killer. Man, that whole 30 minutes is fucked. Yeah. Okay. So on to the bad. Um, I had I had a few right off the bat. Man, I've got cheese, cheese, and more cheese, um, especially during that dance scene, man. We see a lot of people making these movies that, and like their big push is we're making an eighties styles uh, an eighties style slasher film, which everyone loves. But the thing that they often get caught in is like the dialogue. A lot of the time, I mean, when you Back in the 80s, when they were making a slasher film, they weren't going out there to make it comical. I mean, the lines were written with, like, true sincerity. Yeah. But I find that a lot of people who are doing these 80s-style slasher movies now are writing lines um, to be funny. And yeah. the thing is, as soon as you write stuff to be funny, it's not funny. No. It's just like that's super. A little lame. bit. You can see they're just trying too hard, and that it comes across as trying too. Yeah, hard. which is like it is what it is. But um, I'm that dance I'm, scene. The dance scene, Jesse. The dance scene, and it 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 dragged on, and it was just like I, I don't even know the song, but I've heard it on the radio oh, before. Horrible. But it was just like this really. <sighs> So they're in this in this farm town, this community, I'm guessing, because there's this couple things that bother me about that scene is 
how did everyone get to this party that they're throwing in this barn? Yeah. Because they like there's a couple shots where they pan away from the farmhouse, which and is not your typical farmhouse. But which it is still looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. There's no houses around. And there was probably 50 people at this party. And they're all – like it was very like Bollywood where they step away from the movie and there's a dance number. And it's, it, not, and it's not meant to throw everyone – out of the movie, it's just supposed to be like, and here's the dance scene we were all waiting yeah, for. But it wasn't a short dance scene. They, it was the whole song. No, I was also it was not... the complete three-minute song. Not, it's not something that was on my list of things like, oh, I hope this movie has a dance scene. <laughs> you know? Um, it, the, the biggest thing that bothered me is like the mentality that the dad is like this gruff farmer... The mom is like Suey or Jenny, you know, calling. So it's like that typical like farm hick. I get it. They live on an acreage. Their house is not a farmhouse. It's a mansion. It's a fucking mansion. And the thing is like don't like dress in dirty clothes like you're just like – And act so Like feeding the pigs, acting hick and have like this multi-million dollar house. Yeah. That was the biggest thing I think that bothered me is whoever did the uh, location – I felt I, – I mean near the end it got better but definitely near the – during the first half of the movie anyway, when there were kills, they weren't shown. Yeah. You know? It, it was that typical, okay, there's the killer, there's the victim, you know, jab, I'm going to kill you, black screen, change. There thing. was also a big fight scene that we were anticipating it, it was going to be good and then they they didn't show any of it and then they just kind of moved along. One of my uh, – I've got two here that I really – okay. I'm going to say both of them. There's too many characters. Um, so instantly when people start dying off, they're dying too quick. Yeah. But they're also you, – you lose track of who's dead and who's alive. Yeah. So I looked at Blair a couple times and I was like, I thought they died. Um, so that's the problem you have when you have too many characters – that have speaking roles. We got to a point where we thought there's only two characters left to be like there has like the the deaths in this movie are double digits, yeah. which is fine in a horror movie, but every single one of these characters had like a big portion of lines. Yeah. So it's like who are they again? Who are they like? Um, and they another big thing I had track. here <sighs> accents. Ah. Like as an actor, like I'm okay with some accents. I'm terrible at others. The ones I'm terrible at, I won't do. And the thing is, you have two actors with clearly two accents that are There's not East, their actual accents. East Indian accent yeah. and uh, either Australian or, or British. Indian, yeah. And the guy who has East Indian accent uses it the whole movie, which is fine. The girl doesn't who uses the doesn't, no. The girl who uses the English or the British accent drops it halfway through the movie. Yeah. And it's not that like the thing is don't do it then because people are going to be like, Oh, everyone else is American. This girl has an accent. So instantly she, you, you pull her out of the crowd. You say she's different because she has an accent. And then as the movie goes on and the first time she doesn't speak with it, you're going, wait a minute. I, I know her because she's a girl who has the, Australian accent, why doesn't she have an accent no. anymore? And we thought it was just maybe that short little line, but no, she continued yeah, it's her dialogue without just, an accent. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I felt the music, uh, this can go back to the good, but 
Um, I felt the original music for yes. the movie was good. Yeah. Really well done. Yeah. Um, obviously, we talked about the dance scene, how shitty that was, and how shitty the music was. Basically, any, mu- uh, any music that they didn't write for the movie was really bad. Every music or every piece of music that they wrote for the movie was really awesome, and it built tension, which was awesome. So that's good. That's bad. Can we move on to the ugly? The ugly. Um, what do I got here for ugly? I didn't really, I didn't really um, section off my notes. Yeah. But I am gonna just talk. Uh, the kills near the end were pretty fucking gruesome. There's good use in blood, but some of it didn't make sense. Like, like the actual anatom- anatomy, yeah, I, of that, like of like where the stab wounds were uh, in relation to where from. the person was bleeding. Like, like like a guy got stabbed in the back, and then he starts like bleeding from his skull. That's and okay. It's we like, can edit anything out. <laughs> so it like didn't make a whole lot of sense where he's stabbed in the back, but he's bleeding like he was stabbed. In the head. In the top of the head. He had blood coming out the top of his head, but he looked like he got stabbed in the back. Yeah, so it's one thing where it's like, okay, I get it. He's stabbed in the back, so start ble- uh, start bleeding out of your mouth. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, the head. blood. Sorry about that, guys. I had to get the dog out, but... It doesn't... It just didn't... Like, the anatomy of it didn't make sense. Um, I put here... Yeah, again, with the, the kills, there's a really awesome bit with the staple gun... There's a really cool bit where a girl gets stabbed in the ear with, like, a screwdriver. That looked painful. And, like, not just in the ear, but, like, through the ear canal. Yeah. Like, and it was, like, really slowly pulling out. Really, really cool. Really gory. A yeah. guy got uh, a spear in the junk? Yeah, he got, like, a no. piece of, like, a rebar. Rebar, yeah. Uh, which is awesome because we were talking about how in horror movies, as an audience member, we're constantly looking at, oh, they have that hammer laying in that shed. Why right don't they take you. that hammer? Yeah. Why don't why don't they pull that axe out of the guy's back and use that? So in this scene, they actually oh, there's a piece of uh, rebar laying there. I'm going to pick it up and use it. So and that does, was really and cool. uses it very violently. Yeah, that was really really cool. Lots of ugly in this though. So, um, some incest, some really incest, fucking weird relationships. Um, again, lots of blood. Yeah. Tons of kills, as Jesse said, in the double digits for sure. And yeah. kills, um, it was good, man. Yeah, it was good. The uglies were good. Anything yeah. you really wanted in the slasher movie was a bit over top on the cheesy side at points. Uh, but the, I guess the there was bits that seemed to drag on the dance scene. There was a bit where he had a girl tied up with barbed wire, and he was just like playing with her. That was cool for the first little bit. A little creepy. Just, it, it was creepy, but it also just kind of like, okay, like... Kill her already. Or do something. Yeah. You know, do something, because he wasn't really doing anything. Yeah, he was just playing with her. Yeah. Which is whatever. We we had pointed out earlier that the idea of like playing with your food yeah. is really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got the good. We got the bad. We got the ugly. On to my favorite part. Celebrity lookalike time. Roll the intro. Roll the intro. Roll it. Roll the intro, please. <laughs> Celebrity lookalike time. Okay. Do <laughs> uh, you want to start this one off? We can't. We're going to have to cut this off because I don't even know the fucking characters' names. Oh, yeah. Um, darn. we have to Google that quick. Yeah. Um, I have two here with the names. Um, so the killer 
right off the bat. He has like this weird uh, mask that looks like it was peeled off of like a dead rabbit or something. And this one is like might not make sense to the majority of people. Didn't to me. But he looks like there's this um, there's this like punk rock lo-fi garage rocker uh, who goes by the name No Bunny. If you don't know him, check him out. I think he's from Texas. But he wears this like half bunny mask and he wears a leather jacket and really tight underpants and that's it. And he is so awesome. But as soon as this guy came on screen, I was like, oh, that's no bunny. Like no bunny is playing this guy. And I had to look it up and he, he wasn't, wasn't playing this guy. Um, another one I have here is uh, the character Rocky looks like uh, Blake Griffin for who plays for the L.A. Clippers. <laughs> he, he looks just like him. Um, I've got two celebrity lookalikes myself, but I can't remember the names of the characters. So I'm just trying to look this up here. I found the synopsis, by the way. Oh, the synopsis. Yeah. Nice. Because um, what we can do as well, I mean, we can throw the picture up there. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll just throw the – because I can't remember the characters. Because the, one, the, the one girl is the girl who um, – her and the main character are like really good friends. Yeah. She makes it to the end. Yeah, it's one of the blonde blonde characters she does. She makes it far in the movie. And we're sorry we, we don't have her name yeah, right I can't the remember the actress's name yeah. or the character's name. Yeah. But she looked practically identical to Tara Reid. Yeah. Off American Pie and yeah. uh, Sharknado, I believe she's in. Yeah. Um, also one of the girls. This is the one who had the, the, accent. the Australian accent that dropped it. The girl that had the accent in the movie, she looked like Kesha. Yeah, and I don't know if it was like the face sparkles. Um, Probably had a lot to do with the face sparkles and just the face in general. She looked like it. And the thing, like, and I, I I, I just want to say again, I didn't hate the acting in this movie. Like, it was all right. I felt like it wasn't. At the beginning, I felt the relationships were awkward. Sure. But the the dynamic of just like, would those people actually hang out together? Yeah. But like, she dropped her accent and that, like, that's a big no-no. Nope. But I still, like us will notice that. I still enjoyed everyone's performance. Yeah, it was like good. It, it, you know, it took me out of it for a bit, but it was still awesome. All in all, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Should we do final scores? Yeah. I was going to say that brings us to our ratings. Final score. Blairski, what did you give Pitchfork for Blood out of five? Blood out of five gets a four out of five. Four out of five. Lots of blood. Lots of blood. Lots of blood. I'm going to give it three and a half out of five. Yep. Um, Blairski for gore. What do you give Pitchfork? Three out of five. Could have been, uh, could have shown a lot more than it did, but what it did show was pretty fucked up. Yeah. You did mention that there's a lot of deaths you don't see. There is a lot of blood, a lot of blood splatter, but you don't see a lot. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I imagine as like a special effects person or as a props person, Doing the uh, the deaths or like showing people actually getting injured would be very difficult to do, yeah. especially on a small budget. I give it three and a half out of five for gore. Yeah, same here. Blairski for badassness. What do you give Pitchfork? Badassness. It's gonna get a three out of five. Three out of five. Yeah, I gave it three and a half out of five. Yeah, it was cool. I think what definitely gave it points was the killer uh, himself. The killer was, was so cool. Awesome. Just that idea. So original, so fresh, so cool. Blairski, final, final out of five for Pitchfork. What's your, what's your final score? Pitchfork coming out next February, 2017. 
thoroughly enjoyed it, Jesse, and it's going to get a three and a half out of five for me. I also really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if I would say it was totally like an 80s slasher film. I think it was definitely an original slasher film. I really enjoyed it. Three and a half out of five. There you go. Yeah. There you go. No, good movie. We were a little skeptical because we hadn't heard much about it before. Yeah. Thought it was just another uh, B-list movie sent our way that might fall short, but we were actually thoroughly impressed. Really with it, enjoyed so. it. Yeah. That was, um, that was lots, of, lots of fun. If anything yeah, else, like lots of fun. kills were great. Gruesome. It's a good watch. Perfect. Yeah. Good watch on a uh, Saturday morning. I'd watch it again. I would too. I'd give it a dying down time, but yeah. I'd watch it again. I would too. Um, yeah. So for review set scare, that's all we got. I'm Jess. That's it for today. I'm Blair. Um, remember to stay scary. And make sure you eat every sandwich. Peace. Bye.